0: This is episode number five of the Street Photography Magazine podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. My name is Bob Patterson. I'm the publisher of Street Photography Magazine. And glad to be back again. Uh, We do these off and on whenever we have something important to say. And uh, we do have a number of things coming up. There's a lot happening in the world of street photography. It's summertime up here in the Northern Hemisphere, so things are starting to happen. And a lot happening with Street Photography Magazine in general. So let's talk about some things that we have going on. Um, If you don't know it, uh, we have a very large Flickr group. Um, for Street Photography Magazine, and, uh, we'll put the link to our Flickr group in the show notes. We've got, I think, over 10 or 12,000 members, 350 some thousand images. And, um, we're starting, uh, we're starting a new program or a new feature on the uh, website, and it's called the Street Photography Magazine, um, Gallery. And what we're going to do is take uh take a subject. As a matter of fact, the first time around, this is going to be out uh, I believe next week. We're still still putting the finishing touches on it. At least Ashley, our editor, is. And um we're gonna take a subject and we're gonna go through the gallery, we're gonna go through the um uh, the submissions on Flickr. And so for example, the first uh our first subject is gonna be lines. And so we're going through and we're, we're choosing photos that uh, fit the, the category of lines. We're going to contact the, uh, the photographers, get some comments from them, and then publish this collection in what we call the gallery um, on the website. And uh, it'll, it'll be found right, right in our blog listing. So we're really excited about it, and the people we've talked to so far are really excited about it. So if you're interested in seeing some of your work published on, um, you know, right on the website, and we, uh, we, we have a lot of viewers on our website. Um, then I recommend you join our, our Flickr group and post on there. You can post up to five images a week and only post your good stuff and only post things that are related to street photography. Uh, because if you don't, we're probably going to delete it. We've had people post their waiting photos and pictures of their dog playing in their bedroom or whatever. Um, this, this group is not for that. This is for serious street, uh, street photographers. Sorry about that. I, I'm losing my, uh, I'm losing my voice today. So we're, we're really excited about this and we're starting to ramp up other things on the website. Uh, because there's just so much interest in this uh, type of photography. And speaking of that, uh, we are going to be holding our very first Street Photography Magazine-sponsored Photo Walk, and that's going to be right here in my fair city of Cleveland, Ohio. We're going to do that on July 20th during the Republican National Convention here in the U.S. And if you've been following... The election here, uh, you know, it's been pretty much of a circus, and I think the activities on on the streets around the convention are going to be just as much of a circus. uh, For you know, at least the Republican convention, Um, it's going to be very interesting. So we're going to do it on July twentieth. It's going to be very limited. I'm going to limit it to five people. Basically, it'll be the first five people who send me an email at bob at com and tell me they want to attend. And uh, so we'll pick the first five people and we'll let you know where we're going to meet and when we're going to meet and we're going to keep it pretty flexible. So we're all going to go out and we're going to shoot a, a day in the life of the Republican National Convention. Hopefully none of us will get bashed over the heads by crazy protesters or police batons and please, people, don't burn our city to the ground. We like it here. So we're going to take these photos, and we're going to create a photo story out of it, and it's going to become an article in an upcoming issue. So send me an email at bob at com. Put in the subject line, uh, RNC Photo Walk. Now, I would not recommend traveling to Cleveland that week because there are no hotels within Probably seventy five miles. And no, you can't stay with me, so forget that idea. There probably aren't any aren't any Airbnbs available that week either. But uh it's gonna be very interesting. All right, moving along, uh we've got a couple new photo books that were published. Our our friend Valerie Jardin published uh just recently published one called Street Photography, First Steps and Beyond. And you can find that on her website. We'll put that in the show notes. And also our friend uh, Daniel Hoffman. Daniel uh, was featured in one of our, actually part of uh, his first photo book, was featured in an early issue of Street Photography Magazine. Uh, Daniel is from uh, Denmark, and he had visited the U.S. several years ago, and he liked it so much, he visited New York City, that that is. The U.S., sort of. The rest of us don't think so. No, just kidding, New Yorkers. Anyway, Daniel came back uh, for the sole purpose of shooting on the streets for this book. And he was nice enough to honor me with uh, be writing the foreword for the book, which I, I was really proud to do, especially after I saw it. And uh, one thing I really like about this book is... In one of the one of the chapters, every photo is accompanied by a contact sheet of six, eight photos that he took uh, you know, when he was shooting that one subject. And so you can see on there all the photos he took and the one that he finally chose, and he spends a lot of time explaining how he went about capturing this shot. And uh, the, I think the, the contact sheets really help understand his thinking and his process. And it's really good stuff. I highly recommend you download it. Uh, we've got a link to that page as well. He actually has two photo books on that page. One is from a couple years ago. And uh, the new one that has the cover image is a, is a Gentleman Smoking a Big Cigar. And he's published it in English. That's actually the the newest version that he, he published. He did it in Spanish and uh, Danish. So uh, please have a look. It's free, but he does ask for a donation. And I recommend giving him a donation because it's a lot of work. It's not cheap going to New York City. I can tell you that. Anyway, check it out. Uh, we also have some contests uh, and some shows coming up in the month within the next month um Harvey Stein who we've featured on here a couple of times is going to be he's going to have a gallery showing in San Francisco it's already started and it goes through July 22nd it's at the uh, Leica Gallery so leave your wallets at home if you go and it uh, features photographs from his trilogy of books he has a, a series of three books uh, that he photographed around New York City over the last 45 years. Harvey's been shooting for quite a while. Uh, his last book, his most recent book, is called Briefly Seen, and and he published that back in the fall. And uh, he's doing a workshop while he's in San Francisco. Unfortunately, it's sold out. His workshops sell out pretty fast. If you ever have, a, ever have an opportunity to attend a workshop with Harvey Stein, I highly recommend it. He is a phenomenal teacher, and some of my favorite photographers are students of his. And then next up is, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I almost missed one, the Urban International Photo Awards 2016. Uh, their deadline for submissions is coming up very soon, Sunday, June 12th. So if you're even thinking about entering a major photo contest, I would, uh, I would recommend that you... Uh, Submit your photos to these guys. I happen to be on the jury, um, but uh, that's neither neither here nor there. It's a very good contest, and they do have a street photography category. So June 12th, get your photos in. There's uh, a link in the show notes on our on the post for this episode, and it's also on our Facebook page, which is becoming very, very active, by the way. Okay, our next edition of Street Photography Magazine is issue number 37. Hope 37 or 37th uh issue. Uh, so we're, you know, very proud of it. And this one is really meaty and I highly recommend you take a look. The um um our featured photographer of the month is a gentleman named Iolo Perfido. He is a commercial photographer in uh Rome I was just there and I'm sorry I didn't meet the guy cuz he actually does um photo walks with people and uh, he'd be a good one to do it with he's uh, just a, a fabulous very successful commercial photographer and an avid street photographer um and he talks a lot about how he he about he, how he thinks through his work you know he's a very deep thinker and he shares that with us and uh he's also very humble and man is See, a really good photographer. So, um, don't miss that. Excellent interview. Uh, and then we have an article by David Fletcher about night photography, night street photography, and uh, something I like. I've always liked night photography. So, make sure you check that out. And, you know, hear me talk a lot about a lot of the problems we have and, and the, the barriers we face. In shooting on the streets, really photography in general, is that last six inches between the ears. You know, it's in your head. And Ash Crook wrote an article about the psychological barriers facing street photographers. So don't miss that. We also have one from uh, Frederick Saez And uh, Frederick, I hope I didn't butcher your name too bad. Um, Ashley can correct me on this. Anyway, it's called the Cuba Project. We have a lot of people shooting in Cuba all of a sudden because they can go there now. But he happened to be there right after President Obama visited the country. And so he has a very interesting uh, article about that experience in some beautiful photos um, uh, around Havana. And um, and then last, uh, we have an article by Gina Williams who was – uh, she's contributed to the magazine before, and she happened to go to the London Photo Expo over in London just a few weeks ago, back in May. And uh, Gina is a, a photographer and a journalist out of Portland, Oregon. So she um, uh, she visited London for the show and also did some own, uh, her own street photography in London and in Paris afterwards. And so she did an article about the show. Um, Graham Nash was there, and uh, Don McCullen, uh, street photographer. And um, so she did an article about that and shared some of her, her own street photos. And in fact, I interviewed her about the experience, about that, as well as her experience on uh, one of Valerie Jardin's Paris workshops, which is something I personally want to do one day, because I heard they're phenomenal, she says so. So she, so she talks about that. So that's coming up in just a moment. And uh, one more thing. Uh, oh yeah, and we also have our street photographers of the month, uh, street shooters of the month. We have a great collection, so don't miss that as well. And then uh, we have, we're doing something new at Street Photography Magazine. If you're not a subscriber and you want to see what it's all about, we have uh, we're giving away a free issue. It's uh, an issue from last year. It's one of my favorite ones. Um, it features a photographer called Scott Houston out of New York, and uh, he's he's a documentary photographer, and he, um, he he's one of the gutsiest people I know. He you know he gets into some pretty tough situations. He's interviewed some uh, you know lots of people on the street, uh, heroin addicts, and uh, he even got himself beat up by a group of skinheads a few years ago. Up in Buffalo, New York. So he he's done a lot of very interesting work. So he's featured in that magazine, um, along with a number of other articles. And I I chose that one because I liked it a lot. And um, it's a good example of the type of things we publish in the magazine. So it's free, and we've got a little box. If you go to our website on the homepage, there's a little box in the sidebar on the right side to sign up for your free issue. And uh, we have one of those annoying pop-ups. Uh, and it does the same thing. So you just choose one of those. And, you know, no strings attached. So uh, um, if you get a chance to do that, hopefully you'll like it enough to uh, become a subscriber. So coming up next is my interview with Gina Williams. So have a listen. And thanks for listening. And with me today is Gina Williams. Gina is from the Portland, Oregon area. She's a photographer, she's a street photographer. She's a really talented artist and uh, just a renaissance woman, I'd say. Gina, thanks for being with us today. Good
1: morning. Thank you. Great to be
0: here. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have you here. You, uh, Gina's with us because she went to Photo London in uh, London, England just a few weeks ago, back in May and uh, she was nice enough to write an article about it. So she got home, wrote an article about it, provided some really cool photos of the event and some of her own street photography. And uh, so I thought I'd have her on here to talk about it in a little more detail and hopefully tell us some of the things she, she took away from the whole experience. And so, Gina, again, thanks for being with us. I wonder if you could... Start out by telling us a little bit about yourself, how you got to this point in your life where you're able to travel overseas to go to these cool events
1: Well, I have a journalism background I have a journalism degree from the University of Oregon, and I was a reporter for seven years for a little small town weekly newspaper and then went into public relations did some freelance writing and have a day job now as a communications director for a business association in Portland, but in the, um, recent past, I've gotten more into visual art. I do collage and some fiber art, and photography, and dabble in all kinds of things. But I've been trying to, I have my international press pass now and, um, the state of journalism being what it is. I am trying to kind of reinvent my path. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and find opportunities to write about art, culture, travel, that sort of thing. So um, in January, I went to Europe for the first time and built my trip around a workshop with Valerie Jardin, the street photographer. And so I was bitten by the, <laughs> the international travel bug. Well, I've always wanted to travel when my kids are older now, and it's easier at this point to do those kinds of things. Um, and then uh, went back you know, to help with a workshop in London and go to Photo London and went back to Paris as well. So it's just, it's been fantastic.
0: Yeah, what an opportunity. Yeah. So of all the photo events in the world, how did you happen to pick Photo London? I mean, it's a long way to go from Portland.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I was helping with a workshop and uh, street photography workshop, and I was looking, I looked at started looking at events around the London, Paris area to see if I could tap into my, you know, utilize my credentials, my press credentials for something. And it just so happened that Photo London was going on almost at the same time, that I was already going to be there. So, um, it, it just worked out fantastically.
0: So what was this photo, uh, workshop that you were helping with?
1: It was, uh, similar to, uh, what Valerie does take, People around a you know, the location, and uh, um, I was just uh, helping out with the with equipment and and groups and things like that.
0: Yeah, I could uh, I could imagine if you're teaching one of those workshops, you'd probably have to have somebody to help you.
1: Yeah, depending on the size of the group, it can get a little squirrely. So uh, it's like you know herding cats at times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's for sure. How big was your group? About five. Five? Oh, that's, that's a nice size. It was. It was perfect. Yeah, I'm planning to do, well, not really a workshop, but a photo walk mm-hmm. um, in July. I live in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and we have the Republican National Convention coming. Mm. So I, I'm actually going to have an announcement in this post to see if anybody wants to join me. It's going to be a pretty crazy time.
1: Excellent. Yeah.
0: Hopefully we won't get beat up. <laughs> you know, I, I understand when they have, where, when they have these conventions, all, a large number of protesters and crazy people show up. makes it pretty interesting. But anyway, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. So tell us about Photo London. What, what was it like? What, uh, what did you take away from it?
1: It was amazing. I hadn't been to London before either. Uh, and I actually hadn't been to such a large-scale photography exhibition. And, and that was the most surprising thing to me was how massive it was. Um, I was just looking at the numbers that they put out after the event. They had 35,000 people come through wow. in a few days. And they had multiple public talks every day that were packed. And it was it was really inspiring to see that the power of the image photographic image is still alive and well in spite of the cliche that everybody has a camera now and you know collecting is maybe not as important and this and that but uh, the collectors were there the galleries were there uh, the public was there they also coordinated with throughout the city they had 50 satellite events throughout london during that time as well so everywhere you went um there was something about this event going on at the, the galleries around London.
0: So, was there much of a street photography presence there?
1: You know, they did. There wasn't an overt presence, but one of the master photographer, Don McCollin was definitely a well-known uh, street and war photographer, and um, uh, Matt Stewart had a pretty big presence there. He's a London street photographer. And then um, Graham Nash, who I wrote about, MLP, has done quite a bit of street photography. And so sprinkled throughout, there was some uh, more discussion of photojournalism than street, but mm. it was definitely well represented.
0: London has a really vibrant street photography community. Probably mm. it's big or bigger than New York. We're... Did you get to meet many of the London street photographers there?
1: You know, when I was going through the galleries, there weren't many photographers present in the gal- in the galleries, and it was it was difficult to actually. That part I was a little bit disappointed in, and, and next time I would work with the press office more closely to make sure that I could coordinate some of that because. It was really hit and miss. Uh, Matt Stewart, for example, I had uh, had an email conversation with him and really wanted to meet him, um, but I had trouble tracking him down. But the the thing was so huge, um, and in the Somerset House where it was held, it was this big sprawling uh, property formerly owned by the Crown, and the galleries were upstairs, downstairs, in hallways, in a in a Matt's work was. A lot of Matt's work was down in the place called the Dead House, where where there were still tombs down there. Um, It took me about 25 minutes to find, because nobody quite knew where it was. Um, So, yeah, that part was was a little bit, it's just so huge.
0: Yeah, I've seen his work. He's he's really something.
1: Mm -hmm. I really enjoy his work a lot.
0: Yeah, too bad you didn't get a chance to meet him in person. I know. So, so what's Graham Nash really like? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
1: he's he's pretty, he's just a raw, uh, down-to-earth guy. <laughs> I was impressed.
0: Seems there's a lot of famous people who've gotten into photography who are really good. Uh, you know, Graham Nash comes to mind. Jeff Bridges.
1: Mm, that's uh, right. I have one of
0: his books. Oh, you do? Yeah, he's really good. And, uh... I don't have you. Did you see the work of many other, any other street photographers there? That stands you know, out.
1: There was it's not street photography per se. Well, it kind of is. You know, some yeah. of it is as a mix.
0: Oh sure, uh, documentary photojournalism.
1: Uh, Nick Brant uh, has a series called "Inherit the Dust," and his work was incredible. Large scale um, panorama shots with of, of people in really you know, African difficult situations, the human condition type shots with um, endangered animals juxtaposed in front of them. Um, it's com if anyone's interested in checking out his work. It's gorgeous and very, very cool and very inspiring Work about the environment and our place in in it. So that was one that really stood out. Um, There's another one. I can't think of his name right now, but there there was, like I said, it was so massive and uh, so much represented, so many different forms of photography represented, including uh, old
0: photographs,
1: lots of archival work from previous, from the past.
0: So what did you most like about London?
1: Oh, you know, it was just the the architecture for me. I I loved just walking and walking and seeing so much amazing around every corner. Similar to Paris, I guess, but London felt even more um, grand that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And know every time we go over there, we probably walk ten miles a day,
1: yeah, yeah, it's just i can can't get enough of just walking and taking it all
0: but yeah, it's hard, you know in the u s most of us live in areas where we can't walk or or otherwise you get run over by a car
1: <laughs> That's a really refreshing thing about uh, what I've seen from Europe
0: so far, so and then you went to Paris afterwards, I see
1: I did I took the bullet train to Paris,
0: and that was really neat. Yeah, that's fun. Yes, sir. So, did you like it as much the second time around?
1: I actually liked it even more. I, I really am hoping I can continue to explore ways to be a traveler and not a tourist. Utilize my press credentials to continue writing about art and culture.
0: Yeah, so you could be more like, like your fellow. Portlandier Rick Steves. <laughs>
1: Actually, he's from Seattle, but uh,
0: oh, I thought he was from Portland.
1: <laughs> but yes, I would love to work for Rick Steves. That would be the ideal. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's fun to be immersed in a place and be learning at the same time. I really
0: love that. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know, I love to travel, and mm-hmm. I hate tours. Although we went on a very long. All day tour of the Vatican. It was amazing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely amazing. But uh, um, I hate getting on and off buses and having being herded around like cats.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I did go to Iceland in January and and did a bus tour, and it was worth it because the roads were were not. <laughs> wouldn't have been safe to go jump in a rental car. But um, yeah. yeah, typically I don't like that either.
0: Some sometimes sometimes you're better off with some help. Mm what uh so you you were on valerie's workshop back yeah. in January, and can you tell us a little bit about that experience what you took away from it now, uh, this is something i I really want to do myself mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to go on one of her workshops for sure mm-hmm. and uh, and and a couple other people but what uh yeah so what what was it like
1: it was it was one of the most It was one of the best experiences of my life. It really uh, had a huge impact on um, my ideas about travel and photography and street photography, of course, and my confidence level. Um, Before I did the workshop, I did the weekend workshop. She also does week-long workshops. And I built my trip around her weekend workshop. And then I had time to practice (laughs) in Paris afterwards, which was great. But she's she's fantastic and she's she's just so sharp and knowledgeable and friendly and approachable. And it was it was funny because I kind of felt like I was meeting a celebrity, you know. I was so excited <laughs> to, to show up at the hotel where we met and meet Valerie, this person I had elevated in my mind, and she's just she is that fantastic. Um but we were, out, we were out walking one day, and somebody ran up to her and said, Are you Valerie Jardin? And it was some woman from Australia, I think. Really? Recognized her on the street. It was incredible.
0: That is something.
1: <laughs> but um, she, she just teaches as she goes, uh, and then you do as, as you're walking. She knows all the neighborhoods, which is great. And we went to some places that we wouldn't normally Go, you know, neighborhood neighborhoods and markets and things like that. And she helps with camera settings, and she she answers a bazillion questions without getting frustrated. And um, just I learned the most I learned during that workshop was how to not be afraid to be a street photographer because it can be pretty intimidating if you're not. Oh yeah. Sure. How to approach people? what to do if somebody says, "Hey, what are you doing? You know Why are you taking my picture? Um, how to be kind of sly about it so you 're not in people 's faces and that was the biggest thing for me was building that confidence
0: yeah and i I've heard that um, uh, in France, they have some laws where you 're not really supposed to be taking pictures of people without their permission in public like in the u s if somebody's out in public, they're fair game, but I heard over there it's a different story
1: uh, it seemed to be um Valerie did talk about that a little bit, and it's it's she said you don't really need to worry about it too much except children um, sure uh, and and um, police you know some of the the political stuff um, she said you just you just have to pick and choose your. What you just be mindful of the culture. Um, they are more sensitive to that. But we didn't have any trouble.
0: So would you, would you actually be in a group photographing or did you break off on your own and come back?
1: We did different both. Times? We did both. We, okay. we had meeting places where we'd, we'd be in a park, for example, um, Luxembourg garden and, and we start off as a group and then, go off of walking off on our own and then come back into the group at a certain time
0: and then did you like work on your photos at night and get together mm-hmm. and get critiques or look mm-hmm. at each other's work that kind of thing
1: yes we had a final critique at the on the last day
0: wow i was uh, was listening to a podcast Um uh, used to be the we shoot fuji cup podcast and they've moved over to Photo Focus, but uh, 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 Marco LaRusse, who was uh, one of the people on the podcast, he's from Germany, he went to one with uh, Bruce Gilden, <laughs> and I guess he's he's a real tough critic. <laughs> he, he had some some of the people in tears. I would imagine Valerie is a lot more oh, sensitive okay. to people.
1: Yeah, she was very, very, well, you know, c- constructive criticism for sure, but...
0: Yeah you need that.
1: Um, but but very very positive person and inspiring. And she's just she's amazing. I mean I look at her work and <laughs> I feel like, oh my goodness, I have a long ways to go. But she feel make she gives you the feeling that you can do it if you work at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. So what was your biggest takeaway from the from the whole thing?
1: From the workshop? Yeah. Um probably um that, that confidence that that I can go out and I have the technical skills and the knowledge about how to approach the process and not be afraid of it
0: um, yeah you know that that seems to be the biggest thing it's those, it's what's inside your head
1: mm-hmm like um even even dealing with uh, you know, street performers, for example. She she I've 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 hadn't quite known how to how to do that. I mean, I love photographing some of the performers you see and Portland has a lot of street performers. Um, she said just just give them some coins and ask permission and go for it and it works. <laughs> it works great.
0: Yeah. There's no I think there's no substitute with for being uh, respectful of other people and honest and honest so well tell me how where can people find find out more about you and your work
1: well i have a, a art site uh gina marie com, and that's pretty much where all my links are for different things and um Thanks. i have
0: go ahead no, I was going to say. So you have the domain Williams dot com.
1: Uh, Gina Marie Williams. Oh, Gina
0: Marie Williams dot com. Okay, I was thinking. You know, you and I both have common names. Mine's taken by a real estate guy down in Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah, Williams is everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yours is even more common than mine. Okay, so you have Gina Marie Williams dot com
1: and photography dot com.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Uh, that's the one uh, I've been visiting. So, yeah, I'm going to see that. So if somebody wants to hire you as a freelance journalist, I, I assume
1: oh, yes, you're all
0: ears, right? <laughs> please call. And w- what kind of work do you look for in, in that area?
1: Um, I really like art, culture, travel, and um, um, also some documentary-type type work. I'm working on a project right now to highlight the the fact that public libraries in the U.S. have become huge centers for social services, and so I'm doing a uh, long-term writing and photography series on that. So, um,
0: That's nice. It's nice to have a long-term project.
1: Yeah, it's been going for a while, and I'm continuing to build on that one.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Well, oh, Gina... Hey, thanks for taking the time to be with us, and thanks again for the article. Well, um, thank you. When you so, Street Photography Magazine subscribers, make sure you look look it up. the The next issue will be out June seventeenth, and we'll have Gina's article in there at that time. So, Gina, thanks again. Thank you, Bob. I really
1: appreciate it.